This is Knowledge in 5 from the Knowledge at Wharton Sirius XM radio show, hosted by Dan Loney. In this edition, I talked with Wharton marketing professor Peter Fader and New York University's Errol Colasine about the new music streaming service Tidal from music industry mogul Jay-Z. We discussed how successful the service can be or if it will have its issues. I think with the whole title thing, the, the role of Jay-Z and the other artists, it's just window dressing. They have very little involvement with it. Okay. I mean, they're, they're talking about maybe like 3% equity here. That's just marketing. I think it's, it's just a regular business, and they're just putting a nice facade on it. Errol? Yeah, I think that's true to a certain extent. And I also think that a lot of it is all about these individuals and these artists leveraging themselves in a variety of ways. When we see uh, uh, the group of artists that are all tied into this, whether that you know you've got a half percent of, of it, whatever Usher, Rihanna, Madonna, uh, Jay Z, Beyonce, the whole crew, uh, that ends up not holding as much weight as maybe a lot of people would think because uh, of how this is how this business is all set up. I doubt that little artists are are looking at that crew and saying, "Man, this is going to be great for us." Uh, it, it's kind of more of a rising tide thing, that, that if we can just uh, clean up the industry as a whole and, and have, again, a variety of different services yep. and, and get people just to be willing to pay for music. I mean, it's more of a consumer side issue yep. than it is on the supply side. But the industry has really shot itself in the foot so many times and so badly for, for this past 20-plus uh, years. Uh, there, there's a lot of damage that has to be undone. But, again, it's just nice to see different things at least being tried. Two tiers uh, for the, the title service. Uh, Errol, nine ninety nine and nineteen ninety nine, and from what I'm reading, realistically, the difference between the two is the sound quality of the content that you're going to be hearing on there. That's correct. That's the at least that's what they're saying. From what I read in a couple articles, it, it really it, it doesn't matter a lot for the consumer in terms of what they hear between the package for nine ninety nine and the package for nineteen ninety nine. Correct, Errol? Well. Considering that most people listen to music on headphones that, you know, they'll be seeing their ear doctor soon. You know, it, how, whatever you're listening through is going to have a huge impact, and most people are listening through pretty poor uh, headphones. To me, personally, the, the sound quality doesn't matter that much. I'd, I'd rather be having discussions about that, that does sound quality matter, rather than the other part of the discussion, which is which artists are unavailable on which service. That's yeah. bad. We yeah. shouldn't be talking about that, and none of that stuff should exist at all. I mean, the whole Taylor Swift thing, pulling songs from Spotify, terrible, terrible step yep. backwards. Yep. So let's talk about sound quality, and you might say it's irrelevant, but at least it's a better point of conversation. The last thing you want to have to do is go to two services, pay for two services to be able to listen to the two artists you like the most. That's not good business. That's always been the expectation, um, the idea that there needs to be a sort of universal jukebox, if you will. Oh, I think it's really what people want. It's just a question of how these services can make money off it and, and in some sense, use the songs as an entry point for, again, other value-added things that they can deliver above and beyond the music. How much do you think, though, that, that the cost factor of Tidal will really matter to the consumer, Peter, when you're talking about one service that's $10 and one service that's $20? If the music itself is basically the same on one as the other, I, I don't think the sound quality will end up 
bringing a ton of people from $10 to the $20 plan. But but I don't think it's all about pricing either. I think everything from service, uh, selection, quality, convenience. You know, look at what's been going on in other areas of the media space. P- people don't bat an eye about what they're paying for Netflix. So there is a generational aspect to it, but a, but a lot of these companies and these industries just haven't had the courage or the knowledge just to take the plunge. And I, and I like that one aspect of title. And I guess f- from that perspective, with the way all media is kind of changing, and, and you look at the TV industry right now with with Sling and and Apple TV and and you know providing that live TV presence on these services instead of specifically through cable we're talking about a time frame where all media is going through an unbelievable change what we see now in 10 or 15 years may not even be even close to what we're seeing oh absolutely i think that the way the way that we consume media is going to be so radically different in just 5 years it will shock people you know, the freemium model is making people very rich. There's got to be a way to try to turn some of these streaming services and some of these music services into something that can make money that way for the artist. But it is fair to say that that the uh, that we're, we're, we're barely in the, in the top of the first of, of this, this long game, uh, and, and the winner of it will indeed uh, cross all these industries. It, it's going to be uh, video and music and TV, maybe gaming, um, all through yeah. the, this one great, uh, platform, uh, it could be one of the players who's out there now who's going to learn how to delight customers through the again the the quality of the service, not just the limited number of artists that they offer, yeah. or it could be someone who doesn't exist yet, or it might be some big player from another industry. But that's why it's good to see lots of different business models arising, uh, yeah. so, and we're, we're all learning about it. For more information about Knowledge at Wharton, go to knowledge.wharton.upenn.edu.